What we do today, right now, will have an accumulated effect on all our tomorrows. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of Under the Cull of MS. And that is why we start our day off with Sunday Comics to make us have a better week. Today we're going to start with some Hagar the Horrible. I got mine and the sun. Talking to son sitting with a book. Ma comes up, says, just a minute, young man. She grabs the book, dusts it off, hands it back to him, walks away, says, no dirty books. Hagar's looking out his window, a bunch of snow on the ground and coming down. Says, it's not, not a fit night out for man nor beast. Then he turns around inside his house. Just all the animals from outside and his wife. His wife says, will you quit saying that? Hmm. Okay, there's a big St. Bernard out in the snowy tundra. And yeah, Hagar and his sidekick Lucky. They're just sitting at a table up to their waist in snow with their wine glasses. They're yelling, help, help. St. Bernard comes looking for him. St. Bernard stopped blue and says, not you again. <laughs> Why don't they use those anymore with the old skiers? They used to have St. Bernard's out there helping the stranded people. All right, yeah, Hagar talking to the kid and has a dog next to him. The cat's sitting over by the wife. Hagar says, there are two kinds of people, cat people and dog people. And then he turns around towards Lucky Eddie, who's walking up to him with a bat on a string. <laughs> and Hagar says, and then there are others. And Lucky Eddie's got a little bat friend. Hey, you got a guy talking to a lady, uh, like a dance. He says, did you invite Hagar and Helga to our housewarming party? She says, yes. And it goes to Hagar and Helga walking towards their house with torches. And he says, did you explain what it meant? (laughs) Hagar and Lucky Eddie sitting at a bar or a table, Hagar says, Lucky Eddie, I guess I like you because you're a good listener. Sitting there silently. And third panel, Lucky Eddie turns to Hagar and says, Did you say something? All right. Hagar's in bar, a restaurant or bar, and he's holding up his glass and says, Waiter. Look at this glass. Waiter grabs the glass. What's wrong with it? Says, look. Waiter says, I don't see anything in this glass. Aha! (laughs) All right. Hagar's laying all blotto on the ground. Leaves are falling around him and stuff. He says, owie, Oktoberfest is fun. 
but oof, my poor head. Every time a leaf crashes to earth, the yard's got a massive Oktoberfest hanging there. All right. Rug salesman. I'm talking to Hagar, and he says, nice rug, question mark. Hagar says, I'll buy them all. And the salesman says, no, only one to a customer. Hagar says, why? And the salesman says, I'm not wearing anything underneath them. All right, Helga and Hagar talking. Hagar says, well, Helga's handing him a bucket full of slop. Hagar says, I don't take out garbage. I make history. I conquer countries. I slay dragons. And Helga says, do you fight women? <laughs> Hagar's walking out in the dark. <laughs> As he goes walk on to go do his chores. All right. Hagar comes upon a guy with a curved sword. Hagar says, dumb-looking sword. What's it good for? The guy uses it as a back-scratcher. Hagar says, smart, very smart. Hagar is plucking at a flower. says, I do, I don't, I do, I don't, I do. Okay, we overrun Europe. <laughs> Uh, such an evil little shit. Hey. Hagar and a gentleman are sitting, having some drinks. Hagar says to the gentleman, this is good stuff. Very smooth. Guy says, how do you do it? Hagar says, it's aged in wood. As you see, Lucky Eddie dumping the jug of whiskey down through the center of a log. Down into a new jug, giving it that nice smoky log taste. All right, Hagar sitting having a drink says, What was that at the door? Helga says, Nothing important. Just another reminder from the tax collector. She's holding a noose in her hand. Uh, maybe that time of year again, tax season. Hey, Hagar, leaning up against the side of a castle. A couple people on the castle with their swords coming at him. Hagar says, for crying out loud, not now. I'll return it tomorrow. And it goes to a picture of the whole castle and Hagar hanging off the castle. There's men below and a guy walking off with a ladder that says, that's what you promised the last time you borrowed my ladder. Never borrow anybody your tools. Never get them back. Hagar and Lucky Eddie on a castle. Stop walking away. Hagar's got his sword out. He says, the English are firing catapults at us. Good gosh, they're using live ammunition. As you see actual people flying in the air with their swords towards the castle. And they hackers instead of the weaponry. All right. Hagar and Helga talking. Hagar says, I have a present for you. Helga's like, for me? You darling. 
as he hands her a stick. How did you know I wanted a toaster? Puts a piece of toast on her stick and kicks it over the fire. Simple times. There you got Helga looking at Hagar, who's got a towel over his face. Water drops flying everywhere, and she says, what are you doing? Says, washing my face. And she stands there looking all surprised as he walks off. She turns her head and says, could there be another woman? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Lucky Eddie and Hagar sitting in a bar looking at a drink glass. And Eddie says, is that a fly or a speck of dirt in your drink? All of a sudden you see a, yeah, yeah. And Hagar says, a fly. Fly's already drunk off his ass. <laughs> I always love sitting outside in the summertime having my drinks and then sit there and have a couple little tiny gnats or flies or something that get into my tequila and you just put a little droplet on the table by them and get them all shit-faced drunk. <laughs> they'll pass out or die or whatever and then a little bit later they'll pop back up and go wobbly and then they take off. <laughs> it made their day, I'm sure. All right. Yeah, Hagar and Eddie out and wandering around out in the desert or wherever, and there's a guy with a sign. Hagar says, what's that sign say? Eddie says, beats me. And you see the guy's sign, it says, stamp out illiteracy, learn to read. Either one of the guys can read. All right. Yeah. Maid, Helga, Hagar. Hilga and Hagar at the table. I'm not sure who the lady is. I guess maybe not a maid, just another lady. And she says, what's it like living with a barbarian? Helga turns towards Hagar. And Hagar says, oh, it's okay. <laughs> just looking for an ass whooping. All right. Last week's comics, after I went through them, I noticed a couple that were still pretty funny that I didn't get to. So I figured I'd mention them this week. The uh, you got Dennis the Menace and his mom at a store, and his mom saying, "Don't touch, put it back." And, of course, Dennis just keeps touching the glass uh, horse and uh, says, put it down. And all of a sudden, you see crash. And they're walking out the store, and Dennis says, who pays full price for something that's broken? Mom says, we do. Little shit. All right, Beetle Bailey. Yeah. Bug. And a younger beetle. And beetle's telling a story. And he says, when I was a kid, there was a bully in my neighborhood. He was always threatening to beat me up. I became faster. I became a faster runner than him. I got good at hiding. 
And then you see a tree with Sarge grumpily walking around. And from the tree, a word bubble comes and says, I've been preparing for this all my life. It's like the bully kind of looks like Eric from our group. He's got a Punisher shirt on. He looks with his little backward hat. Kind of reminds me of Anthony. All right. Let's see here. I got a guy playing on his tablet. Says knight to e5. He says, and then his tablet says bishop takes pawn, checkmate. The guy says, wait, no, I meant c5, c5. And the tablet says, to undo your move, you'll need to spend a whoopsie token. Fine, I'll spend a token. Your token wallet is empty. How? I bought a zillion of them. You had a lot of whoopsies. Uh, okay, I'll buy more. Your credit card is maxed out. <laughs> Hold on, I've got another one. Beep, credit card accepted. Aren't paper... Then the girl comes up to him and says, Aren't pay-to-win games supposed to eventually involve winning? And he's just laying on the couch, says, Knight to C5. And his tablet says, Bishop takes pawn. Checkmate. <laughs> good, good way to spend money. <laughs> Not. All right, guys, using one of those electronic putter machines in his house. It's the ball. Goes in the machine. Shoots it back to him. Does it again. And he does it. And he gets stuck. He's like, what the heck? My putting machine, Dustin. His wife says, Dustin. He says, it stopped working. And all of a sudden, you see Dustin pop his head out from the kitchen. I heard that. <laughs> all right, Rose is Rose. You got gal running up the hill to a tree. She says, did I ever tell you about my first experience with a uh, let things be tree? And it goes back to her childhood and says, I was out for a walk, mulling over school, friends, the future, my life in general. Found myself staring up at a towering tree in our yard. Didn't know why I was drawn to the, drawn to the tree, but I gently leaned against it. After a few minutes, I felt the stress lift. I was calm and optimistic. Mom suddenly appeared. Mom says, we all need a good lean once in a while. Meaning allows us to just let things be. It says that makes sense. Now in her adult version, she says, Since that day, I've always been a fan of let things be trees. Thanks for all of the leans. And she leans up the tree. Best thing in the world is nature. Always makes you happy and calm. Hey, Gail's doing some yoga stretches. Bending, kneeling, doing all kinds of squats and stuff. And you see a thing that says, and there you go, ladies. That's all it takes to build your booty. And gal, all sign goes to another gal that's just sitting there staring at her computer. Says that and knees. You know that feeling. My knees are gone. Hey, better get to this week's comic. We're running out of time here. See here, yeah. 
Garfield. John's talking to Garfield. John says, I know what you did, Garfield, and you're really in trouble now. Buddy boy, I'm gonna. Garfield pulls up the, his phone to take a camera. John poses for him with a big old smile. Click. Does his little muscle man pose. Click. And all of a sudden you see Garfield gone. And John's screaming, get back here. Ibby Blues. Kid, the boy is talking to the girl. The boy says, ta-da, as he hands her some pages with the end on it. She says, what's this? He says, only the brand new issue of my amazing graphic novel. And another one. He says, in this one, robot sister hilariously eats a big bowl of boogers and then falls in the toilet. She says, that isn't new. All you did was draw different pictures to go with the same stupid storyline as before. Throws the novel in the air. Dad's walking in the room. It says, a good author knows a successful formula when he sees it. And yet, Pop's reading the graphic novel and he's like, ha, 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 boogers. <laughs> Hey, hi and Lois. Yeah, Pa and his daughter out trying to get out with the bicycle. And he's working on her bike, fixing it up for her. And says, There, Dot. Says, You fixed my bike. You're my hero, Dad. Thanks, but I wouldn't call myself a hero. No, really, you're my su- superhero. I don't have any superpowers. I guess. You're like Superman with a pocket full of kryptonite. Well, I'm stronger than that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just stepped your thanks to you. Alright, you got Ziggy. He's in a boat, it's tipping forward, he's fishing, he's got something on the line. Look down, there's a few fish staring at a treasure chest that he's hooked on to. He says, this one feels too big for the boat. Better cut him loose. Oral Z. But he just misses out on things. Hey, right, Bizarro. Got a museum full of people. A guy with a t-shirt that says, defund museum guards. Museum guards standing back a little ways, all angry looking. And you got an old couple talking to each other, and the wife says, can you imagine the chaos? <laughs> uh, the Lockhorns. Got the husband and wife just moving the furniture all over the place, trying to find the remote control. It says, it's supposed to be remote from the TV, not from us. Hey, yeah, Mother Goose and Grim here. Grim's inside a doghouse, all freaked out. He's like, uh-oh, forgot why I came in here. Forget things so easily. Hey, <clears throat> right, Peanuts, you got Woodstock with a big old hockey stick. Yeah, Snoopy with his hockey stick. And they go up on a frozen uh, bird bath. 
And Snoopy's top balloon. Balloon says, here we are skating out onto Woodstock's home ice for the big hockey game. Here comes the officials. And you think Snoopy's way too big for this thing to start with. Surprising. And you got the referee, which is Charlie Brown. You got the linesman. And all the different characters come out. The goal, judges, and the penalty timekeeper, the official scorer, and the game timekeeper, which brings up a slight problem. Where do we put the organ for the national anthem? As they're all standing in this birdbath. It's a pretty freaking big birdbath to hold all these characters. All right, you got family circus. Billy's walks up on a beetle. He's all ready to stomp it into the pavement. And he has a thought balloon that pops up with some little beetles talking to a bigger beetle. And the little beetles are saying, when will daddy be home, mommy? Big beetle says, soon, I hope. Then you see Bobby pick up the beetle and put it in the grass. He says, there you go, fellow. Fella, hurry home to your wife and kids. Actually being nice for once. And it's... Like you should do if you're ever out and about and you see a turtle crossing the road, whichever direction that turtle's going, if you can pull over and pick him up and get him across the road, put him in over to the side that he's facing, and that'll save him from getting squatted on, squashed on the pavement. Odd jackasses out there that don't care. All right, Pickles, you got Grandpa coming up to a nice, fresh a uh, plate of cookies, he takes a cookie off the top, and goes out in the living room. Ma comes up to him, says, Earl, you take a cookie from that plate in the kitchen. says, nope. He's hiding it behind his back. She says, well, you should. I made them just for you. And then he looks at the dog after she leaves, pulls the cookie out, bites it, says, for some reason, it doesn't taste as good now. <laughs> Alright, coming up close to the finish here. Foxtrot. Gail's looking off to the side. You guys got word balloons coming out saying, don't start yet, Paige. I can't find Quincy's ears. They were on my desk and now they're gone. Where are Quincy's ears? Ah! Oh wait, never mind. Found them. <laughs> Says, is there a reason why you have to dress up for every stupid episode? And that's, she's looking at him as he's dressed as the Mandalorian with his little pet dressed up as a child. He says, this is the way. Hey, you got Dustin. Dustin's walking in the door. Mom parks it on the couch. Dustin, Ma says, Dustin, it's 1130. We're getting worried. He's, Dustin says, I worked a double shift at the grocery. No big deal. He says, well, you look exhausted. He's just all sprawled out on his chair. She says, you have bags under your eyes. And he's just sitting there asleep looking. He says, paper or plastic? <laughs> hey, Marmaduke. Yeah, a guy showing up to the house, an old man greeting him. The old man says, hi, Dennis. Come on in and meet Marmaduke. Marmaduke uh, get, stands up on him, starts looking him over all angrily, like, who are you? And Dennis says, is he friendly? And Pop says, 
He just has to get to know you. Holding Marmaduke back. Marmaduke walks up and starts sniffing him as he's sitting in a chair. He's got a plate full of food next to him. Marmaduke just devours the food. All of a sudden, Marmaduke's on his lap, licking him, all happy. And Dennis is like, why his sudden sudden change of heart? Pop says, Marmaduke likes people who share. Like our neighbor dog, Nolly. Just trained with a shock collar, stay in her yard. Now <laughs> we accidentally gave her a couple dog biscuits. Now she's over every time she gets, and the owner's not paying attention. <laughs> Don't feed them, you'll never get rid of them. Same with her cat. So we ended up with Let Me Kill Micer. Mom, not to feed him or water him. Sure, shit, as soon as I helped, hung up the phone, she fed him. And we got a cat. All right, speaking of cat. Rose is Rose. Cat's climbed into the cupboard and knocking boxes, knocking his cat food box out of the cupboard. Jumps down, knocks the cat food box off the counter, so it breaks open all over the floor. Cat's word balloon says, it's reassuring to know that I'm capable of preparing my own meals if the need arises. The cats are little shit. It'll destroy everything. All right, one last one. Hagar the Horrible comes up to his wife with a flower. Happy anniversary, my love. Hagar, you remembered. Come along. Your gift sits where I proposed marriage to you all those years ago. On the hill under the old oak tree? There's the hill, but the oak tree is gone. Placed by your gift. You got me a castle? Yes, with a little help from my friends, as his warrior friends are sitting there with their swords and armor, all cheering away with a happy anniversary, Helga. Basically, destroyed someone's <laughs> village and stole their whole castle. All right, that's it for the funnies today. Good old comics. This is a decent one this week. Playing. I actually had some fun going through them this week. But. Uh, not much time left for any MS talk, of course, because I had a few extra comics this week, so, uh, I guess basically, yeah, I think tomorrow I got my orthopedic appointment, had the x-rays done, so, no, I didn't talk to her yet, but, you know, from the x-rays person's side of view, from her Results, it shows the, of course, the tilted bone and the foot. Shows that the pillow pads and stuff in my feet are just completely destroyed. Uh, and some other stuff that I, of course, I couldn't figure out what the heck the words meant. I didn't look them up or anything. I just figured I'd talk to her tomorrow about it. But yeah, get that done. See what's up. See if I can finally get a foot brace. Find out how much it is. See if I can scrounge up the cash to finally get a new. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to have to go for a whole new shoe type setup. I can't do the stupid shoe inserts because those things are pretty thick plastic. And my shoes barely get on my feet the way they are. Especially because my left foot, the one that's damaged, is the one that's ever since my knee surgery, that whole foot puffs up. 
because apparently the damaged nerves and stuff that in the legs just enough causing stuff like that. I don't know. So yeah, hopefully I can get a decent deal on some type of orthotics or something. Other than that, I think I've been playing message tag and phone tag with my neurologist and starting to wonder about that because a lot of times I ain't getting answers. I'm so used to a freighter, the whole freighter system. Anytime I hop on my chart or anything, my nurses instantly get back to me and let me know what's going on. So it's like I'm almost out of one medication. It has no refills, and I sent him multiple things about that. Haven't heard nothing back. I just got a letter in the mail for something that got denied, which I really hope isn't the CPAP because that's going to be expensive as hell. And I'm hoping it wasn't my last MRI or anything like that. I couldn't figure out what the hell it was because it's like HCM55432 or some stupid thing. They give you some weird sayings and shit, weird explanations for the stuff, so I can't figure it out. So, you know, I contacted my nurse and she said, just get a hold of the billing department. But I'm like, screw it. I'll just wait till the bill shows up because it's already out there, anyways, and then I'll fight it and deal with it then. But, but yeah. I'm almost out of time, so hopefully you have a great week. Be good to everybody. And just keep a smile on your face and live as pain-free as possible. Talk to you soon.